0: How do you, as a leader of a growing community, truly make a conference or event that has impact? A gathering with purpose, and an attendee experience that knocks their socks off? An event that leaves your audience in awe and wondering where you've been their whole life? Make It Kick-Ass is the podcast that explores these questions by uncovering the strategies, tactics, and tools that we use every day to bring our clients' conferences to life. I'm Isaac Watson, executive producer of Kick-Ass Conferences, and we're here to help you make it kick-ass. Hey everyone, welcome back to Make It Kick-Ass. I'm excited to kick off season two with you all. Uh, As always, I'm Isaac Watson, executive producer at Kick-Ass Conferences, and I am here with the amazing, the incredible Nessa Jimenez. Say hello, Nessa. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Nessa is Operations Manager, uh, and we are just going to talk all things events uh, and conferences and the work that we do, and we're doing things a little bit differently with Season 2. We're changing up the format a little bit because we get asked a lot of questions, from, uh, clients, from potential clients, from people who just hear that we do, uh, conferences and events and, you know, they just like to ask questions. Uh, so we're just going to break down each episode by talking about some of these questions that we get all the time and dig into them and see what, uh, what we can tease out from, from uh, you know, what are people really asking? How can, how can we answer those in a, in a helpful way? Things like that. So, this episode is uh, all about well money. Uh, so one of the questions that we get asked all the time is how much does it cost to put on a conference? How much how much does hosting a conference cost? We get this is like usually one of the first questions that we get from people because you know they want to know. I mean, people just don't really know how much goes into it, um, but we believe that there's maybe some there's like a real question under there that's not the actual question. They don't really want to know how much it costs to put on a conference. They have something deeper. So Nessa, what do what do people usually really mean when they ask us how much it costs to put on a conference?
1: Yeah, so when we get that question and you, and we do get that question a lot, what what they tend to actually be asking is like what does the logistics cost? So they're thinking about like what does catering cost? What does the venue cost? What does what do badges cost? What do you know? This long list of things that can be part of a conference. That's usually what they're what's on their mind, right? Or, you know, how am I going to pay for all this stuff? So they've got this huge list, and and they're thinking, okay, how am I going to pay for this? And when it's all said and done. After I've bought all of these things on this list, right? This list they have in their mind. Like, am I going to make any money out of this? Am I going to have any money left in my business after all of this?
0: And I think that's the crux of it, right? Like, can can I make any money, or am I just going to like shell out a bunch of dollars to mm-hmm. to make this all happen? Is this mm-hmm. a is this going to be a loss? Can I break even? Um, is this sustainable for my business?
1: Yeah, and and it's it's scary because again, if you're coming up with this list of like, oh, food and swag and venue and catering and speakers and the lights and the this and the that, like, of course, it it it, um, it it is scary because that is a lot of money, and you know, we're not talking about like a thousand bucks, right? We're talking about a significant investment. Um, but the actual problem, I think, and this always comes up, is that they're trying to host the what they think a conference is so they have this image of what a conference is supposed to be what a conference should be and they're focused on that instead of trying to figure out okay what does this conference look like what does my conference look like right Mm -hmm. um so they come to us with this idea of like Tony Robbins and Oprah levels of like, that. Oh, that's a conference, you know, that's a real right. conference. And they think that they have to imitate that or they have to spend what, what is being spent to achieve their goals. And, and that's not, that's not true.
0: Yeah. I, a lot of people are, you know, think naturally back to the last conference that they attended. Right. Mm-hmm. And that becomes kind of the, the standard or the bar that they're setting uh, for their own thing. And, I think it's important to remember that their conferences can take all shapes and forms, all sizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you aren't really thinking about what um, what you are creating for your community, for your audience, for the people that uh, support your business, and you're instead thinking about someone else's, you're already misplacing your expectations.
1: Right, because again, they're they're not owning. Uh, the creation of like this is my conference this is what I want to do they're, they're looking to other people of like what am I supposed to emulate, what am I supposed to copy what does it mean to be a, a real conference, like that comes up a lot of like um, I have to do X, Y, and Z because that's what I've seen in other places and that's what people expect the conference to be Um, And that's not true. That's not true at all. In fact, there's plenty of people who hate that kind of, like, Tony Robbins big, splashy spectacle type of conferences, and they don't go. So it really comes down to understanding um, what do you want your conference to be? Why are you doing this? Right? Um, And and then you'll be able to like, we wean them off of that idea. Right? (laughs) Like, we've had conversations with people about this, like, don't worry about all of that. We're talking about you and your community. So let, let's um, focus on that. I think another, another like the actual problems when we're talking about this question that they're asking and what they actually mean, something else that comes up is that they don't actually understand what kind of resources they have available to them to make an event happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the um, they are kind of two common... Uh, approaches to that uh or kind of sources of that um misunderstanding one is uh not really getting how um how do I want to say this um not really understanding your audience well enough to know what they what they need what what resources your audience is going to bring to the table Mm -hmm. right like um how how willing are they to attend something whether it's virtually or in person um how much? Uh, how much are they? You know, if you're going to charge for tickets, how much are they willing to pay for it, and how does that support your revenue uh, for to cover your expenses, right? Because that's going to make a difference. But then also misunderstanding the 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 marketing resources, the leverage, the um, the reach that you may have um, as, as simply as like the people that you can reach out to help you spread the word, like your, you know, your best kind of business friends and, um, colleagues and, and people who are there as supporters who are willing to help you, uh, market and, uh, sell this event to, uh, extended audiences. Um, -hmm. so that is, um, yeah, go ahead.
1: Cause resources isn't just money when we say misunderstanding the resources we're not saying like misunderstanding the money that they have we're talking about they don't realize like um instead of spending x amount on ads like your marketing budget can be who are your business besties and their communities and, and leveraging that, um, in terms of speakers, people think about, Oh Lord, I don't know how much a speaker costs and how can I, how can I afford a a speaker when in reality is a lot of the time, um, their own communities have amazing speakers that, that they can tap into and, and invite and, and, Like more, they have something more interesting to say than like these big names that they they start imagining that they have to get. Right. Um, So, yeah, misunderstanding resources. Like what do you already have? Who do you already know um, that can help you achieve these goals? Uh, That isn't just uh, I'm spending X amount of money to get somebody Mm -hmm. to do X, Y and Z.
0: Yeah. And it can be as simple as thinking of, uh, you know, who, who are the first people you want to tell about Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. right? Like the the three people that come to mind immediately, if you were to make a decision to actually do an event, who, who are the people who you would tell, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who would get excited with you, who would be there to support you? Those, that's your, that's gold right there.
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's a perfect way to start because who better to help you spread the word than people who are excited about it from the get-go? Like, they don't even know details. They just know it's an event that's happening in the community, and they're, like, all for it. Like, that's gold right there just, just from the start, you know? Um, so thinking about who do I know, what do I have that can help me? make the conference that I want to make, not the conference, this right, this imaginary thing in the mind, um, is super important. Uh, and yeah. and I'd say a third, a third thing addressing the money issue of like, at the end of the day, what am I going to have? Um, it's that concern of, am I offering enough to make this worth the effort for people? Or vice versa. Like, is it worth this, all this effort? Uh, um, what am I going to get out of that?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that the, um, a lot of people approach a conference as a one-off thing from a profitability standpoint or from a sustainability Mm -hmm. standpoint, and I've, uh, you know, we've worked with a lot of clients who are starting a conference for the same, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've worked with others who have been doing it for a while, right? But the people who are starting out for the first time are always far more concerned with the money that they're going to have to put out to get things rolling. And the truth is that, yes, usually it requires a lot more investment uh, up front, especially if, you know, you need to do some marketing and branding and you need to... Um, you know, bring in some social media marketing, some lift there. Um, it can be, it can add up, uh, quite a bit. I think that, um, what people need to understand is that if you set out to start hosting a conference, you need to be in it for the long game and you Mm -hmm. need to be thinking in terms of three, five, 10 years of sustainability, as opposed to, um, you know, how, how is this first year going to be successful financially? Um, now that's not to say it can't be profitable. Uh, it depends on a lot of factors from, you know, the robustness of your audience to your marketing strategy, to sponsorship strategy, things like that. Um, but in a lot of cases, uh, you would be lucky as a, as a first time conference host to break even, Mm -hmm. uh, because there's just a lot more that goes into spooling up, an annual event or even a quarterly event uh, like that that is really not going to start paying off until you get a few under your belt
1: yeah in the first year of a conference that's proof of concept um first year it's just proving like this is something that um people want um the idea that i had is viable basically that's what, mm-hmm. what we're proving in the first year right uh, it's a year of experimentation seeing seeing how the audience responds but i'd also say if you're putting on the conference that you can afford like the best quality that you can with what you have instead of trying to like full tilt do what you're seeing on tv like you are way more likely to be successful and to reach all of your goals because yeah. you're creating what you can not what you think should be
0: exactly uh, I think that that kind of long-term approach and and you know we could call it an MVC a minimum viable conference right like exactly how, how can you get this proof of concept out there how can you deliver something really great with the resources that you have? um and then iterate upon that and expand and grow from there uh you know you, you're not going to you're not going to launch a 1500 person conference uh from 0 to 60 in 12 months right like that's yeah, just yeah you're
1: not going to you're not going to host the first time conference a five day festival with like a 1200 people um, no one's ever heard of you right like that's yeah. that's that's silly that's that's silly <laughs> To try to do that because, um, yeah, it's just too much too fast. Yeah, And we've done it before where we've had first year conferences, you know, they have made a profit and they have been very successful. And then what did we do? We came back the next year and we were able to expand, make it bigger and better, bring in more people, do more things because we use that first year to prove the concept, to prove the core concept, mm-hmm. it, not flashy whatever the first year was about proving the core of the concept and like this is what with this is what the community wants this is serving a purpose um so now that we know that our hypothesis is true right we can come into it next year and add a little more flesh and be more confident about it
0: yeah i think it's important to think uh about conferences as Uh, as a product just like any other that or or a service that you might um, be selling because it is it is all hypothesis and experiment you're testing a theory Mm -hmm. uh, and you're testing how well the audience wants to gather together and then putting that into practice and then you're evaluating you're seeing how that went you're seeing if it you know, did it make sense? Did w- Were you correct in your hypothesis? And then you're tweaking and iterating and evolving and trying again.
1: Yeah. And going back to the original question that people come to us with, like how much does it cost to put on a conference? Well, our answer is you know what what kind of conference are you trying to put on (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what do you mean like conference is a is a big word there's a lot of of conferences that can exist you know so it 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 might not be what people want to hear right like people just want to okay a conference costs a hundred thousand or you know what I mean like that's not our answer is not like the flashy easy answer but it's the true answer of like uh how much does it cost how can I can I afford this? Well, I mean, it depends, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, And, and at the end of the day, if you're really just concerned about how much am I going to pay out of pocket? um, There is no hard and fast rule to that. Uh, You know, the cost, cost per person for a virtual event is a pittance compared to hosting something in person where Mm -hmm. you're providing meals and there's a lot of AV tech and things like that. Um, It, it really is a well. It depends. Like, what are you yeah. what are you trying to achieve? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what is your strategy around it? And what are the theories that you're trying to test? And then we can help you s- figure out what kind of costs would go into that. Um, and you know, I get it. Cash flow is a concern, right? Can I can I support the uh, the outgoing costs and then make it up with inbound revenue? If that's the way you're structuring your event, uh, is there uh, room there for sponsorship revenue as well to bring in uh, third-party dollars to support the cost of the event, or uh, depending on your goals and what you're trying to achieve with it, is it uh, you know a loss leader, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or mm-hmm. is is this truly a marketing expense from your perspective? And you have to decide how much you're willing to invest in order to uh, see the benefits of that through. Uh, Either sales or um, a stronger community, some of the tangible and intangible ways that that can pay off.
1: Yeah. And related to that, so if we can put this all together and be solution minded, right? Mm -hmm. And like kind of summarize all of this for people related to what you said, like one of the questions, the first questions that we help people answer is what's the conference your business can sustain? because there are businesses that can and and they have done it like they invest in the first year absolutely knowing that they're fine if it's if they lose money or if they break even because they have the budget their their business is is a size that can sustain it versus other clients we have where we create a conference for them and we go in knowing like this event has to pull in x amount of profit right because Mm -hmm. the the intent of the event is um for example we had an event recently where the summit that we created for them that we produced for them um the money that was made was to help sustain the organization behind it It, Mm -hmm. um you know they don't sell memberships. It, they don't sell products. It's a it's a non profit essentially, um, and the summit was to help keep the the organization going and pay for the next year of operations. So there there's a lot of there it's a, a big spectrum essentially. Mm-hmm. But so what can your business sustain?
0: Yeah. Uh, Another another solution uh, or another way to think about this from a solution mindset is uh, what is the conference that works for your business and your goals. This goes back to this kind of minimum viable uh, conference idea where you really need to be clear on what you're trying to achieve and why Mm -hmm. it's important and why it's a value to Mm -hmm. the community that you are supporting. and. Based on that, you can then develop a strategy around um, how you can achieve that with the resources that you have available. Um, and that's kind of the the third piece of it is what, what resources do you have, both uh, tangible and intangible. By that I mean, you know flat out cash uh or spending power and intangible that would be the reach and the uh you know the influence you can exert in the in the market and whatnot. Um the 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 resources that you have are going to guide uh what works within your goals because you also don't want to bite off more than you can chew and you want to be able to speak to the audience in a way that is authentic to what you are creating. With your community and your business, so um, keeping those three in mind are really the keys to uh, creating a, a, an event strategy that is uh, going to be much more successful in uh, pulling something off that without having to worry upfront about like what's the single dollar amount that is going to that's going to take to 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 run this thing.
1: Right, and in Event Lab. That's what we help people figure out, right? We help them answer these uh, three big questions so that they can walk away from the conversation knowing like, okay, this this is the type of conference that makes sense for me because of my goals, because of the business that I have, and because of the resources I have available.
0: Yeah. And we do like at the core, we just need to understand what your business is. And what your intentions are and what your goals are. And then we can help you craft a strategy to support that. To figure out, okay, here's here's what your minimum viable conference is. Here is what you need to be thinking about from a strategic perspective. To be able to deliver on this idea or this goal within your time frame, your um, kind of your your overall, uh, business operations and whatnot. Um, that is, that is where, why it's so important to start with that as opposed to, yeah, well, let's throw together a budget because we don't know we, you can't budget for something. You have no idea what the scope's going to be. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's, let's figure out what the scope is first and then, then we can put some dollars to, to, uh, line items from there. All right, I think that about wraps us up for today. Uh, If I were to recap uh, the core question that people ask us all the time is how much does it cost to put on a conference? Uh, But we think that what that actually means is do I have enough money to pay for the logistics? Will I profit from this when this is done? Is this going to be something I have to invest in, right? Right. Uh, the actual problem underlying all of that is uh, not not really understanding the resources you have, thinking about a conference in terms of other people's conferences rather than your own conference and what um, kind of format that takes, and being too concerned about the revenue of the event at the end to make it worth the effort of fleshing out all of these details. So solutions around that would be uh, identifying your event strategy by figuring out what kind of conference can your business actually sustain, having a really clear picture of that, uh, figuring out what, uh, what your goals for your business and your community are and how a conference can support those goals And then really identifying what resources, both tangible and intangible, you have within your business and what the makeup of your business is in order to deliver on those.
1: Thanks for listening to episode one of season two of Make It Kick-Ass. We hope you'll host your conference and not a conference, and that today's episode has helped you figure out what the difference is. Grab a copy of the tool we use with our clients to help them plan their conference with their budget at geteventlab.com and get it for free. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode.